Kia ora tato. this is the blog post from the 5th of December 2019. Comfort is a nice place, but nothing ever grows there. This is one of my favourite quotes or affirmations to myself when I'm going through that low, dark, challenging, confronting part of the cycle as a way to convince myself that this space I'm in is a good thing and something I need to embrace and invite into my life because I'm all about that growth. <laughs> um, well, most of the time, nah, all the time. And it's just that sometimes it feels impossible to get through whatever the thing is that I'm confronted by. Um, but in the same way that our muscles must tear and like literally break apart and heal together again to grow bigger, stronger and um, just to grow, so do our spiritual, mental, emotional, psychological, invisible muscles. And boy, whew, does that pain hurt. First up, there needs to be a willingness to confront ourselves about ourselves about our behavior, our habits, actions, the environments we're exposing ourselves to, our relationships, etc. And if we've been slacking or doing things that have a negative impact on us, the people around us, oh sorry, geez, didn't read it too far ahead on that one. And if we've been slacking or doing things that have a negative impact on us, the people around us or the kaupapa we're a part of, this part of the pro- of the process usually isn't a fun time. And if you're doing it right, if you're being totally honest with yourself, it's uncomfortable, it's awkward, and it's humbling. It's the death of parts of you so that something new, more refined and wise, hopefully, (laughs) and more grounded can be birthed and grow in its place. Maybe when you feel like you've been overwhelmed by the weight and pressures of life, it feels like you've been buried, but maybe you've been planted instead. This is another quote or affirmation to remind me that whatever challenges come my way are providing the conditions for me to grow, learn and die, metaphorically, um, and rebirth, redefine myself again. And I'm so glad we covered Mahuika, the Atua of Fire, in the last cycle to concentrate the thinking around reinterpreting pūrako or stories and pretty much everything. It set the foundation for our kōrero about Hinenui Te Pō, the atua of death and darkness. Um, how just in the past two weeks, I no longer only associate Hinenui Te Pō with tangihanga, with funerals, or with someone or something physically dying, which I've done my whole life. This new perspective of how I can engage or embody Hinenui Te Pō has made the current headspace I'm in, figuring out my role in the world and what direction I can head in that will have the most impact, feel a lot more natural, if that makes sense. Because things die out in nature, out in the taiao, all the time. Plants, animals, creatures, heck, the day disappears when Tamanui sets and a new day is born when he rises again. So of course, the ecosystem of thoughts, values, beliefs, perspectives, meaning, etc. we've created in our minds go through a similar cycle of birth, life, death and rebirth once again. And we must work the area regularly to keep it vibrant and healthy. The work is eradicating and protecting against pests, pruning the branches so that um, they don't grow too wild and um, out in every direction, sowing new seeds for new life and opportunities to grow. Um, And now, translate whatever ngahere forest you might be visualizing right now and replace it with your habits, behaviors, beliefs, and all the rest about yourself, the world, and your place in it. It's not the most comfortable it's not the most comfortable place to be in, but that's where you grow. Kia kakama, hana. 
And this was another, this was another fun um, blog to write because, yeah, I'm just really starting to make sense of the space that I'm in and I've been in Wānanga and it's like I've just become, I guess, comfortable in the uncomfortable that things are now starting to make sense and the obsolete, redundant um, ideas or beliefs are starting to fade away and the core goodness that's the only word I have apologies um, but there's a real contrast starting to appear for what I know I need to do and what I know I need to stop doing or do better and yeah I really um, I guess acknowledge or want to mihi to mahuika in that series of posts um, for setting the foundation for being able to do this because now when I think of Hinenui Te Pō, like I said um, I no longer only associate her with tangihanga or with someone or something physically dying um, and in the same way I think there's an earlier um, example or analogy in the same way that our muscles must tear and literally break and heal together again to grow and get bigger and stronger, so do our spiritual, mental, emotional, psychological, invisible muscles. And like I'm sure we've all heard different kōrero, but there's so much more of an emphasis on what we can see, uh, like the kai that we're eating and how we need to change that because that has an impact on us, or the exercise and activities that we're doing throughout the day. Um, you can physically see those with your eyes compared to those invisible muscles that you need to work at and continuously and consistently and frequently um, work at um, that you can't, like, you can't see with your eyes. Um, and we've become so limited to think that that's the only way you can see. And because it's not the space that I've been in lately, like I've been working on that invisible stuff, it feels like my whole life, and I'm just starting to make sense or make the connections between, you know, why things have happened, why I'm the way that I am, why I make the decisions I do, and why I don't make better ones that are more beneficial for me. Like I'm starting to see those patterns and understand them from a different perspective. And in trying to channel Hinenui Te Pō, um, letting die what must die. So letting go of parts of myself and just letting them die because they've served their purpose or they've reached the end of their life cycle <clears throat> and how they serve me. And that's done now. And they need to die because it's natural, it's part of the process as well. And I don't think we're as good, or I'm just speaking on my own experience here, we're not as good at that part of the cycle. Like we are, I guess there's processes for tangihanga where we, you know, have the poroporoaki, have the mihi, have the celebration and we sit with our dead, um, with our two papaku and we have that grieving process for them. Um, we need to take that format or even further back and see what our tūpuna did. Take the same format and apply it to our invisible muscles or that invisible work that we do on ourselves um, so that we can let die what must die so that the new life can grow and we can keep that ngahere in our minds healthy and vibrant and um, in an optimal space to serve us and for, so that we can serve the kaupapa that we're a part of. Kapai, that's just my whakaro anyway. Keen as to hear your ones. I really enjoyed this post and hope you did too. Hey, Kona.